Hey, how's it going, folks? This is Joe Public. This is the public record. It's Tuesday night, February 9th. You know, for those of you who have to count things like that. Oh, do you ever have like one of those days where just like everything you did just kind of went meh? Not that it was a bad day. I'm not complaining. It's a fine day. Everything's good. I'm alive. My family's alive. My dog is alive. Dog's part of the family. Kind of random thing to say. Anyway, I'm fine. Everything's fine. But the day was just meh. And then it just, the madness just made me tired. Just made me tired. And then, like, I'm getting, I've like had an idea. Oh, I know what I'm going to do with the show. I'm like, oh, but I got to hurry and, and get that pulled together. And. Oh, I don't have time to cook something. So, oh, I'm just going to eat this thing that my daughter bought that's in the freezer. And, ooh, ugh. Bad food is bad, man. It's bad. But now I'm committed. Now I'm in. Got to finish this bowl of slop. <sighs> How are you? Thanks for tuning in. So what are we doing tonight? We're doing... Okay, I'm calling this Random Dancing. I'm going to play music that seems danceable to me, to me, my opinion. If you want to get on the chat and tell me, nah, I can't dance to this, here's what I can dance to, fine, go ahead, do that. I'll try and find the song and I'll play it for you. I'm, I'm not committed to anything here other than that it's got to be danceable. So nothing grim and mellow, nothing like, you know, that is like so fast that if you tried to dance to it, you would explode. So there you go. There you go. That's what I'm doing. That's what we've got going on. And um, that gave me like this excuse to play this song that I really wanted to play. So here we go. Random dancing.
That's The Cure with Let's Go to Bed, Bananarama, and Fun Boy 3, before that with the cover of Really Saying Something. I can't remember who did the original of that, and I'm sorry, and I didn't feel like looking it up. So, <laughs> you have Google. You have DuckDuckGo. You can figure it out. I, I don't need to tell you everything. Fine Young Cannibals before that with Good Thing, and the police started us off with One World Not Three. Um, that uh, Ghost in the Machine record, by the way, um, just like prophetic stuff. I mean, it's not brain surgery. You, anybody was really paying attention to what was going on in the world circa 1982-83 was sitting down to write songs about the state of the world probably would have come to mostly the same conclusions that Sting did. Um, but it's still sort of prophetic and cool. That's a cool record. It's a great record. My favorite police album. There I said it. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I have uh, choked down the rather unpleasant food that I chose to eat for dinner. Um, <laughs> like, you needed to know that. Um, you know, you're sitting somewhere probably comfortable not thinking about someone eating gross food. I just told you I ate gross food. So there. There you go. What am I doing? I am playing... Music, yes, and also I've got a bit of theme. It's uh, it's I, I I would like to say random dancing. Um, now where does that come from? So I have a daughter. She is a teenager. When she was little, I mean not not like super little, but little, she used to watch a TV show called iCarly. And um, actually, it's kind of an amazing thing. Like I had wondered for a long time where went where normal situation comedies went because like everything on uh network tv was all either just awful like where every there, you know there's the formula there there's the formula where the you know, like the husband is just terrible and basically that's the honeymooners that's everybody just making the honeymooners and the flintstones over and over again the husband is terrible the wife for some reason puts up with him without murdering him um, and then we're supposed to laugh because he's a jerk who never does anything worth justifying his existence on the planet. And he's just shocked and horrified that people are not praising him and giving him trophies. Um, there's that format. And then there was like the, oh, we're going to be weird, edgy sitcom thing, you know, which has been good. There's like had good examples of that. Like community was really good. Um, the office was good until it wasn't. Um, parks and recreation was good. Brooklyn nine, nine. I mean, there's a bunch of examples like sitcoms that are actually situation comedies that are actually really, really good. They're not like traditional type sitcoms, no laugh track kind of thing. And that's fine. But I kind of wondered like, well, okay, do we have just that and weird like do we have do we have that and then like the weird thing where the you know there's some horrible unspeakably awful character that we're supposed to just think everybody tolerates um i just couldn't figure it out and then my daughter like starts watching these kids sitcoms on nickelodeon and the disney channel and i'm like oh that's where they went now they just star kids um, and so iCarly was one of those. And, and part of the premise of iCarly was that Carly and her best friend Sam and their friend Freddie did like a web show, like an online streaming web, sh web series thing, weekly show. 
And um, one of the things that they would do in this show was a segment of like a push a button and this guy would say random dancing and the music would play and they would dance. I always thought that was really funny because that's such a kid thing to do, right? And I thought about it. It's like, I want random dancing. I mean, I thought that for years. And then I thought, you know what? I'm putting this show together. I'm going to do random dancing. I'm going to dance in my, uh, in my studio. That's what I'm going to do. It's, it's what I was doing in that previous set. I'm going to dance some more. Um, you know, so crank it and, and whatnot.
That's Yaz with Situation. Before that, Lady Gaga. And am I the only person who noticed the similarity between uh, Just Dance and Yaz? Kind of Gaga in general and Alice Moyer. There's a lot of similarity in the pipes on those two. I'm a Gaga fan. I admit it. I own that. Um, I think she's a great singer and she writes good songs. So there. So meh. Uh, Heatwave did Boogie Nights before that, and Bruno Mars started us off with Locked Out of Heaven. That's another guy I won't I won't cotton any criticism of. Bruno Mars is cool. Um, how much cooler is Bruno Mars than some other people? Well, his Super Bowl halftime show didn't suck. <laughs> I got nothing against the weekend, but that was terrible. Like I, even at watching, I'm cooking, right? That's what I do when I watch Super Bowl is I make food for the second half, right? It's like, cause it's like dinner time. And, and so I'm like out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching. I'm just like, what the, are they wearing panties on their faces? What the heck? I didn't get it. I mean, clearly, I'm not the target demographic here, but I also don't think that CBS and the NFL are clear on what the target demographic for the Super Bowl is at all. Like, clearly no idea. I'm, I'll go on a little mini rant here. Does anybody else wonder, considering how Americana the, the whole Super Bowl aesthetic is, whole NFL aesthetic is, why have we not had a Super Bowl where the halftime show was like big time country artists, right? Because like, like it or don't, the only type of music that is actually selling records, like people go into a store and buy a record, people actually go on iTunes and buy a song. The only genre of music in America today that still sells stuff is country. It's popular. Why? Why? I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I don't. It just my mind goes boink every every year when they announce who's going to be the halftime show performers. I'm just like, 
Who are these people trying to avoid offending and who are they trying to, who do they, who are they thinking they're going to get to watch a Super Bowl who wouldn't normally watch a Super Bowl by having the weekend be the entertainment? Or last year when it was um, J-Lo and Shakira, you know, like who, who do you think you're getting to tune in by booking these acts? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I wouldn't do it. Like I would be, you know, I, I'm nah. And, and, and don't get me started on the, like the worn out classic rock band thing. Cause one of the worst things I've ever watched was when Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers won the Super Bowl halftime show. That was terrible. That was, that was truly awful. And I like Tom Petty, like, but that was terrible. Tom Petty doing a medley of like, 30 seconds of all his good songs was lame beyond belief. Just super lame. Um, I can go on. I, I could really go on here. Um, but I shan't. <laughs> Love using that word, but I shan't. I say that to my daughter. I'm like, you know, I could stay here and lecture you but I shan't. And then I get the eye roll. Like, the full-on examination of the ceiling happens right there. Anyway, I should get back to the music thing. Are you dancing? Are you sitting on your butt listening to this? I don't really care which one you're doing. I mean, if you're driving, like, if, if you're driving and you're listening, please don't stand up. Um, yeah, don't do that. That would be bad. <sighs> But here's a song that's basically all about the fact that if there's dance music playing and you're and you're standing still, you're in the way. That's that's basically the whole deal. Excuse me, madam. You're standing still in a no parking zone. You don't get a move on that body. I'll be forced to give you a ticket. So get what the.
again, that's the Go-Go's with We Got the Beat. Um, I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. If you haven't seen the Go-Go's documentary, <clears throat> I think it's on Hulu. Um, if you have that service um, or the means to get a password for it, not that I advocate such things, I highly recommend it. So it, it was a good... Um, I don't know. It was, a, it was a really left me in a good place when it was over with. And I wasn't sure that was the way it was going to go. Um, cause it's not that, you know, it's a, it's an unfortunate story on a bunch of levels. Um, but it did put a lot of stuff in perspective. Like, uh, uh yeah, yeah, I could go on. I'm not gonna go watch it. You, you'll dig it. Uh, Portugal, the man with feel it still before that, uh, Duran Duran girls on film and midnight star with no parking on the dance floor. Because if we're dancing, playing dance music, and you're standing in the middle of the dance floor, you're in the way. Yeah. Enough said. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. Um, Just breezed through the first hour there. That was cool. Um, Yeah, this is not bad. Not a bad way to do it. Um, I got myself a, 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 a frosty beverage here. Um... I don't actually remember which one I grabbed. That's the funny thing. And I really like this. And I'm, I'm, I got one of those boxes, like a box of 12. Here's a mixed bag of stuff from a brewer that you like. Right. And, um, I got this one specifically because I wanted a specific beer that was in the box. And I thought, Oh, well, I'll try some of their other stuff. Um, so, you know, put this all in the fridge in the nice little beverage rack we have in our refrigerator. And I was like, oh, cool. Do, 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 do. No, and I just grabbed this one. And I meant to grab the other one that I had bought the box for. And I didn't. But this one's this is really good. So I'm going to have to go look at the um, at the can that it came out of and figure out exactly what it is I'm drinking. So there you go. But it's it's light and refreshing and tasty. As it should be. Dang it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to get back into the the music stuff. So I have been tempted to play something by these guys dozens of times in the last few months. And, I, and for some reason, I just kind of don't do it. And like it's in my queue and then I just don't do it. So you know what? I'm going to do it. So here we go. I'm pushing the button now. Now. Hit that perfect, hit that perfect, hit that perfect beat, boy.
So she rang me up and she says, hey, you want to go out? Do I want to go out?
victim of their desire to be unique. Just observe it. Don't fight it. Work it. Work it. Yeah, she took me home, man. She threw me all around the room, man. I mean, this chick was really hot. Now, she was nice to me, you know. She let me keep on my cowboy boots and everything. She was all right. I dare you to play this record. I dare you to play this record. She doesn't sleep with my friends. And anything else you do, you know, don't you tell me. Yeah. Lola, Lola, Lola.
That's the Polecats <laughs> with Make a Circuit with Me. That's a song like I heard on the radio a ton when I was in high school and uh, first couple of years of college and then never heard again. Just weird. Uh, great song, though. I don't know that they, they did anything else. It's kind of one of those. One of those. Yeah, one of those. Also, one of those was a song before that, Eben Ozen with A-E-I-O-U and Sometimes Why. It's just not and, just sometimes why. Uh, and Soft Cell with Sex Dwarf. A couple of naughty songs in there. Hmm. Um, and Bronsky Beat started us off with Hit That Perfect Beat. And I know, like, actually, I started off saying, I'm not going to play anything that's so fast that you would, like, throw a, a vertebra trying to dance to it. But I did. I mean, hit that perfect beat totally like that. Although, I can remember back in the day having absolutely no problem dancing to that. Um, so there, there you go. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record, and I'm doing random dancing. And I got more random dancing, and I'm going to throw it on. I'm going to throw down a little bit here. Uh, this song's been stuck in my head for like three days, so i got to play it. Ah, yeah. Happen. But who? 
the girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. Alright. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom door. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. To your villa, trespass on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Just review the situation that you call the pinner. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night, convince her say a day. Never admit to a word where she say. And if she claim, you tell her baby, no way. But she got me on the counter, wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa, wasn't me. I even had her in the shower, wasn't me. She even got me on camera. On my shoulder, wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her, wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder, wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. I had tried to keep her from what she was about to see. Why should she? I never used to see you make the jigger low flex I saw the else favor you in the complex Seeing is believing so you better change your specs You know she ever bring a whole of things up from the past All the little evidence you better know for mass Quick for your hands up, no overtime But if she back a gun you know you better run fast But she caught me on the counter Wasn't me Saw me banging on the sofa Wasn't me I even had her in the shower Wasn't me She even caught me on camera no. Wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. Wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me.
That's Cameo. So it's funny. Okay, so before Cameo, that song's called Candy. Duh. You would never guess that from listening to it. But um, before that song, The Time, Jungle Love, which most people, I think most people are hip to the fact that that's Prince. Like the only thing on there that's not Prince is Moore's Day. Right? Prince played all the instruments. He wrote the song. It's, It's a Prince thing with another dude fronting it. It was it's like empire building kind of thing. Well, Prince had a very, very distinctive so- sound. So you, if, if you heard the time or you heard Sheila E or you heard, you know, any of a number of the stuff that the things that he was affiliated with, you instantly knew it was Prince. And, um, I think one of the cool things about cameo is cameo is one of those groups where I instantly know it's 
those guys. And there's some, um, I don't have it like in front of me or like present in my mind, but there's stuff that they worked on production wise. That's got that same sound to it. So it's kind of cool. Kind of just cool. Uh, before that shaggy, it wasn't me. The Super Bowl ad with him in it was hilarious. The one with the, the Cheetos fingers. I mean, Ashton Kusher, bleh. Um, but no, it was I mean, Mila Kunis is like, she's, it was me. And she's getting Cheeto dust on everything. It was funny. And so, but the, the really funny thing is I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, I got in serious trouble in the uh, community, the, the, the association that I live in a couple of years ago, I volunteered to DJ for the spring uh, or like summer, like, yeah, summer festival. Like, like they, they bring out like water slides and, and bouncy houses and everything. And there's like hundreds of kids out and families and everything. And the, the association manager said, Hey, somebody told me you've got the equipment to, to like DJ it'd be really cool if we didn't have to pay somebody for music. If you'd be willing to do that, um, we'll feed you. And I'm like, Oh no, i absolutely, that'll be fun. So at that point, like I only peripherally knew that shaggy song. I like knew it because my daughter listened to it. Like it was in the rotation on the stuff that the kid in the house was listening to. I'd never paid attention to one word of the lyrics, but one of the things that the association manager had said is like, can we keep this kind of like summery, upbeat, really happy kind of music? And so I'd said to my daughter, Hey, you want to help me come up with the playlist for this? And, and I, and I also said, you know, you can help me pick songs that are kind of more hip and current because I'm old and out of touch. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can help out. So she's like helping me pick songs and I'm building the, the cue that I'm going to use and I'm going to mix from and everything. And so I put that song in there and it's like a third of the way through the song. And these two moms come like, I see them walking very purposely toward purposefully towards the table and the tent where I've got the DJ shit set up. And they are, I mean, they are walking at me. It's not, they're not walking to me. They are walking at me and they come right into my grill and they are, what are you playing? I'm like, shaggy. They're like, there are children here. I'm like, oh, Okay. And they're like, you need to change this now. I'm like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to get in a confrontation. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll change it. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, what the hell? And so I made a little note. I'm going to go, I'm going to listen to the song more carefully when I get home, when it's over. I listen to it. I'm like, oh my God, that is the worst song to play for a bunch of kids and families. I mean... Okay, on the one hand, I'm like thinking, uh, Led Zeppelin, hey, hey, mama, you know, I heard that when I was a little kid. It didn't cause me to become a serial killer. Um, however, the thing is about music, like pop music, when I was a kid, is they tried to kind of be clever about their double entendres, right? Whereas the thing I, I learned from that experience, because then I went through all of my daughter's music, and I'm like, oh my God, do they not even try to disguise what they're singing about now? 
I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of refreshing, refreshing and kind of funny. On the other hand, I had to actually go find these two women and apologize and, and explain myself to them. It's like, no, I am not some kind of weirdo who plays songs about a dude hooking up with another woman when his girlfriend catches him at a family picnic, right? Like, I'm not that guy. Um, I mean, there's part of me that says, you know what, your child is going to be fine. I bet they're not paying any attention. But another part of me is like, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Anyway, funny story. Um, started that set off with the English beat, Twist and Crawl. Nothing naughty about that song. I don't know, that I know of. I mean, overtly naughty anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record. I'm probably got just like a handful of stuff to play before I'm off for another week. I may be back on the mic. I may not be. It depends. If I get in a groove, maybe I will just go. Groove. You got to say it that way. You can't just say groove. You got to say groove. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to play this music now. Yep. Check him off in a name. 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 
at ground zero Every move is starring you And the world will turn to flowing pink papers too Every move is 
Baby, move and start 